two generations merge into one to spread the good news of God's personal love. With the help of other prominent Christian voices, the gospel is presented in an easy and open way. You just might get the answer to your prayers. Welcome back. I'm Katarina here with Barbara Campbell, and you're listening to Godcast, the Good News Network. You can listen to us on many different platforms on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're so excited to be here with you today. We're going to be talking about prayer and how we should pray as we can and not as we can't. That's right, Katarina. This is a very important concept in prayer because everybody feels that there's only one way to pray. Whatever they decide is the way, they kind of get stuck into it and they get in a box and then maybe they're not really cut out for that kind of prayer. You know, we, we customize everything else. Everybody doesn't eat the same thing when they go to a restaurant. Well, it's the same thing with prayer. And the Lord meets us where we're at. So it's important for us to have a sense of what works for us. People, I think, often try to insist that their way of praying is the, you know, well, all in contemplative prayer or all in the rosary and that's it or novena, novena types. Those prayers are amazingly wonderful. But again, you have to know what you're going to be able to do best and not only best, but what is it that's going to give you an engagement with Jesus Christ? I love that. I love how you said about eating and food as well. And Mm -hmm. I think our guests today really have a lot of different flavors and different ideas for us on how to pray and develop our relationship yeah, with yeah, God. Yeah. yeah, so I think once you kind of figure out where you're at with prayer, where the best place is for you to be, then those other forms of prayer will kind of just naturally become part of what you do also, not necessarily as your primary way, but they will become part of it because you're not feeling pressure that, oh my God, I have to do six novenas unless or I'm not a good Christian or I have to four rosaries a day or whatever the thing is that we hang over ourselves. So we have four guests today, Katarina, who are going to be speaking about different forms of prayer that they really have enjoyed and relate to. And Rosie, for example, will be talking about journaling, which is one of my favorite ways to pray, and all the joys that that has brought to her and, and the closeness to the Lord that really engenders. And she also will be talking about the rosary, which is one of the most powerful weapons, and I think it's very often overlooked as one of the greatest weapons in spiritual warfare. We also have Jason who's going to highlight about the rosary and discuss that in detail and then Phil our good friend who will speak about community prayer and the importance of praying together in ministry and then we have Sarah who's going to discuss with us an airplane analogy and the importance of developing inner prayer and relationship with Christ. And I love Sarah's analogy. It's I think we actually talked about that last time too but it's great because it is appropriate for so many places in our life where we think that we're being selfish by taking care of ourselves first, but we're actually doing the best thing we can for the other person or those in our charge or those that we are serving in God's kingdom by taking care of ourselves first. Every day I do the Jesus Calling book where it gives you a little short excerpt and some Bible passages. I talked about this with Barbara actually yesterday. They are like a one centimeter shift in your spirit and 
every day. Over a long period of time, the shift just grows larger and larger. And I definitely have felt my faith really go the distance because of the Jesus Calling book. I also journal daily and I pray to God in my journal because I, I notice I have severe ADD. I like can't seem to focus <laughs> when I'm praying. So something that I love about writing is that even if I do kind of mentally drift off for a second, I can pick back up where the last word that I wrote. And I really love that. And I haven't really explored the rosary that much until we started doing it together. Let me tell you, I feel something that is so different and so strong within me when I pray the rosary now. I've really grown attached to that. The feeling of peace kind of comes out of nowhere. I'll be concentrating on the prayer. And then the next thing you know, I just, I feel more relaxed and more love. I just have this tremendous feeling of peace come over me, usually around like the second or third decade. I can't even believe it while I'm still praying. I'm just like, wow, this is an incredible blessing that I'm feeling right now. And it's definitely a sign from God. It's not a coincidence because I only get this feeling when I pray the rosary. That's how I know it's this is not not a feeling that I feel all times of the day. I'm definitely a huge proponent of writing every morning too, getting into that routine as well. There's something about doing a daily practice that there is beauty in the grind of having a routine and learning to keep a schedule and to continue with your goals. That's something that journaling has also been very huge for me. I was not able to do anything daily before I started journaling I was very inconsistent with everything and a lot of it too I realized is fighting perfectionism let's say you know you messed up one day well now um, I made a commitment that I was going to pray the the rosary daily and then I messed up one day well now I'm not going to do it anymore because I already ruined it that's something that journaling brings you back to like you missed one day but let's just do it again today okay maybe you didn't talk to God enough yesterday but let's just talk to him today and there's something beautiful about the act of journaling that brings you back to your foundation every time. Also with your prayer too, your mind starts wandering, like let's just pick up back where we left off right at the last sentence that you just wrote. That's where I get to talk to God and where I can hear God back too. Robert teaches me all these different ways too of how you can journal. It's like the left hand, right hand journaling, asking God questions at night and listening for answers in the morning. There's so many beautiful different exercises that you can do. It's all about opening your mindset to accepting gifts from God, getting rid of the negative self-talk that you might have that cuts you off from your relationship with God or cuts you off from being the best person that you can be or what exactly you want to do to. I ended up doing uh, transcendental meditation prior to the rosary and it kind of, it worked, but some events kind of happened and I, and I went to uh, Father Glenn Sedano over in Washington Heights and we talked about getting rid of that. And I said, well, I kind of like meditating. Like, what could I do? And he said, daily rosary. He goes, the rosary is one of the best meditation that there is. And he's, he actually said that that's the only meditation that there is. It's been proven that you lower your heart rate, you lower your cholesterol, you all the benefits that they talk about yoga meditation is the same benefits you get from doing a daily rosary for 30 minutes. I thought that was a little crazy, but then like when I did it daily and I started to feel God's grace and started to get rid of the bitterness and the anger that I had in the situation that I was going through, I understood what Father Glenn was talking about. Besides it being a protection against all the evil that's out there, unfortunately, it also helps your your mind really get focused on God. And it's one of the ways 
to get closer to God. And you meditate on the mysteries and you, and you, and you look at everything that Jesus went through and some of the heartache that Mary went through, really start to understand that anything you're going through in life is nothing and surrender it to God because he went through the ultimate sacrifice. He went through something that none of us on earth could go through. I don't think, I know I can't go through what he went through. I'm sure everybody else feels the same with that. It was amazing when I started to do it daily what came out of it, how my life went from glass half empty to glass half full. It was daily meditation of the rosary that changed a lot of things in perspective in my life and made me actually a happier person and not a bitter person. It's wonderful to be contemplative and to pray to Jesus and be in front of the sacrament, but private prayer is like straw scattered here and there. If you set it on fire, it makes a lot of little flames, but gather these straws together into a bundle and light them and you get a mighty fire raising up like a column into the sky. Public prayer is like that. The first objective that I had was to connect the dots. There's a lot of people out there, there's a lot of prayer groups out there, there's a lot of people praying one-on-one. -on -one. I think we needed to get together and pray as a community, and it hasn't become less effective or more important as it is today. Thank God for this technology that we can be together even though we're not physically together. We can still pray together, and God created time and space. So He is above all that, and when we pray, even if we're not together, we are together in His eyes. He can be everywhere at once, and every time at once. So there is no limitation to what He can do. It's like running a race. You can't start at full speed. Day one, if they're not doing anything forever, just start running, you know, 10 miles. It's not going to work, okay? You're going to just fall flat on your face. So you have to start out and build up the time that you spend in prayer. Several of the talks I've been listening to recently have been talking about doing at least a daily rosary. And the rosary, as we know, is kind of one of our biggest weapons against the forces of darkness. After a while, it becomes like, I can't get enough. It's like anything else. People that work out that are into, that are into fitness, they work out every day religiously, and that is their priority. Nothing comes before them. If they're serious about working out there every day, they're overdoing it, they're, now they're watching what they eat. So we have to do the same thing. We have to watch what feeds us. We have to take a look at what we're looking at, either in the world, what we're doing, the actions we're doing, the people we're hanging out with. I think that's what we have to start bringing to the table. God inhabits the praises of his people. So never let an opportunity go by that you're not praising God. You know, when an airplane is in distress and something's about to happen, and they always say the same thing, you know what, right now, we're gonna drop down the oxygen, and they always say the same thing. Put it on yourself first, or you help anyone else. And one of the things is that's why we need to be in prayer first. That's why we need to put on the oxygen first, so that we're strong enough to help someone else, so that we're not weak. And that's what being in prayer does. It makes you breathe better. It makes you stronger so that you can help the person next to you and you can help them get to a better place. And that's what we're called to do. Sometimes you just have to make everything you do in a sense, offer it up, even the silliest little things and say, Lord, ask the Lord to help you. Sometimes the customer comes in and I got to tell you, they're getting on my nerves and I'm like, Lord, I don't have any patience right now. Can you help me with that? Those simple little help me or be with me or don't leave me, I'm having a tough time today. And so in between those formal prayers, kind of conversation going on.
So Katerina, for yourself, how do you like to pray? What do you relate to the most of what we heard today? I really like the journaling because I'm really similar to her and that I get distracted and sometimes if I'm sitting in adoration, I start to think about things that don't really pertain. Oh, what am I going to have for dinner? Or, oh, what's going to happen next? So journaling gets my brain working, my hands working, and I connect with the Lord in that way. I can hear Him better as I'm writing and as I'm telling God what's going on. But He already knows already. It's I'm more receptive to hearing what He has to say as I start writing. I definitely am growing in rosary. Me and my husband actually just started saying the rosary every night, and that's been transformative since last week. That's been a goal of ours. So those, I feel, would be the two ways I connect the most. And I actually wanted to ask you a question, Barbara, about pray as you can, not as you can't. Just explain, like, what does that mean for someone who's never heard that before? It's actually a Franciscan concept, and it comes from St. Francis. He never made life too complicated. He really reduced everything to its the most simple, distilled down state. And because, again... So many people try to pray, and then they would get very frustrated and, and sad about themselves and feel that they would give up the whole thing. So he always said, don't pray as you can pray. Pray how you can pray. So, for example, if praying in a chair, relaxing with a cup of coffee is something that works for you, then do that. But you don't have to be on your knees or even on your face. But if, if you like being on your face and your knees, then that's fine too. But it doesn't mean, oh, I really wasn't praying because I'm not standing up praising God or kneeling down or whatever. Praying as you can. Different seasons of our life, I think that could change also. Certain seasons, one way rather of prayer would appeal to you, maybe more than another. But to be aware of that kind of stuff, like it's all about engaging the Lord. What is going to allow you to be there with Him in a relaxed way so that you don't have static, you're not confused about, oh, I, I don't ha- I can't pay attention to this. What's going to let you be there in the most free way possible listening to God? Sometimes it's just sitting. You have so much going on in your life, so much one thing after the other, appointments, this, that. Sometimes you just want to sit and be with God. Turn your mind and your gaze towards Him be as simple as that. I always think of it as a dialogue, like prayer as dialogue, and I get a cup of coffee, and I sit in the great chair I have, and I just kind of hang out with the Lord, and I like asking Him, and I think it's important for us to do this, because we don't always remember to do this. I like asking Him what's on His mind, what's on His heart, that we need to know, not just my laundry list of things Mm -hmm. that I need. He's not the Wizard of Oz, you know, it's not supposed to be like that, like a magic trick. You're supposed to be able to say to Him, to the Lord, what do I need to do? He's like a lawyer. When you ask him a question, he gives you a different answer mm-hmm. than the question you asked, usually. Yeah. yeah. He tells you something else that yeah. you weren't expecting to hear, Well, right? because I think it's like <laughs> with a kid, kid might ask you a question and all of a sudden you're like, wow, I have their attention. Let me just fit this other thing in too that I've been wanting to say, right. you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. I always feel that in everything in life, the best thing to do is aim for a six, like a six is good. Sometimes when we aim for ten, we assign to ourselves goals that really don't fit in with our lifestyle or who we are, and just because we think that that's the best way to do it. So that's kind of more of what that means is praying as you can, not as you can't. The world may look at it and say, oh, that's not enough that you shouldn't, this is the way you have to pray. And whenever you hear those words, this is the way you have to pray, I would be very cautious. 
because all the Lord wants you to do is communicate with Him. So in whatever way that works, you know, like Phil was talking about public prayer and the power of that community prayer, which is a whole different experience. Going to a prayer group, having Mass, having services with the whole church there, that's a very different experience because now you're kind of there for one another, you're possibly receiving prophetic words for one another or words of knowledge, and that's very much building up the body of Christ. But to just do that kind of prayer isn't enough either. So I think we all have to realize that the time we spend with the Lord is what really enhances that community prayer so that when we get to that place of being with others, we can bring from them the fruits of what we have experienced by being alone with the Lord. We can't have one and not the other. We need a balance of praying together as a community, but also taking some time daily to be with God and listen to Him and just to spend some time with Him, even if it's just five minutes a day, that's better than nothing. Ten minutes at a time. <laughs> Whatever works, that's my model. Have a set time, even if it's just three minutes, and then you just get into that little habit. I think you'll find, like with other things in life, that I know sometimes I think, oh, I'm rushing and crazy, and but I know that my day will be so much more easy-peasy if I spend time with God. And I'm like, okay, I have like ten minutes, and then all of a sudden it's twenty and thirty, and because I don't want to leave, you just start. You the know? time goes by. And you don't feel it. You don't yeah. realize how long it's it's been. Yeah. So I think so many good things come if we are, learn to respect and honor who we are, and not put a lot of rules into our prayer time. So once again, thank you for joining us on another podcast of Godcast, the Good News Network. We spoke about prayer and pray as you can and not as you can't. Again, you could listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor. And also our website, Star of the Sea Ministries. I think you'll find a lot of great surprises there. A lot of interesting things are going on there. Next week, we're going to talk about healing prayer. Prayer specifically for healing. So I'm looking forward to that. Yes, me too. God bless you and... And we'll catch you next time.